Super excited today. One, because I could finally put my hair in a ponytail. Long time coming, I know. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Heart at Home. If this is your first time here, my name is Sammy, and I'm so glad that you made it. While you're here, don't forget to like this video and subscribe to the channel. So you guys submitted some questions, and we're just gonna jump right into it. I think naturally I can go ahead and give you the best advice from my experience when it comes to breakups, but I think this is super special because it's actually something that you guys are wanting to know and really wanting to progress in. So stoked to jump in, so let's just do that. When should you break up with somebody? Things just aren't working, there's lots of arguments, there's very little communication, you're not on the same page, totally just unhappy, then that's probably when. Some people just stay for the sake of how long they've stayed. You know, you wanna really look into it, like, okay, am I, am I getting the most out of this relationship or am I just holding on to something that isn't gonna benefit me anymore? And I think when you look at it in that perspective, you can kind of gauge if you just need to improve on some things or if you need to break up altogether. What do you do when you can't bear the thought of moving on? Now, this is something I don't think people touch on enough. I think it's like, oh, break up, you'll be happy. But there's like a period of time, sometimes a long period of time where you can't bear the pain and I just want to say it's normal. There is a moment where the pain is so unbearable that you do not think you can make it. Don't pressure yourself to move on quickly. Everyone tries to just, well, I have to cut it off and I have to let it go and it's done. Where it's like, hey, if you still think about them, that's going to be natural for the first you know, amount of time without them. It's gonna be natural to miss them. It's gonna be natural to really have a hurting heart. These things are so real and they are so unspoken on. And I just wanna encourage you that it is okay. The key thing here is just finding everyday progress. You know, if you can just find progress for one day, you will find strength for the next. So little victories along the way, it's like, hey, I went an hour without thinking of them. Like pat yourself on the back. Hey, I didn't check their social media today. That's great. Hey, I you know, chose to delete messages or I chose to delete photos. Like those little steps and those little victories are gonna help you progress rather than have to tackle this big giant of moving on. Is it possible that people need to break up to become better versions of themselves? In relationships, sometimes we become so codependent on our partner for love and affirmation. And at times if they're not available and we don't get that, if we don't have that on our own, it could be damaging not only to ourselves, but to our relationship and our partner. So I do think that sometimes breakup happens so that you can discover that. And sometimes you can both grow from it and then continue on establishing a relationship. And sometimes it's just, you need to kind of wean off each other altogether. But I think ultimately in a breakup, that is the goal to become a better, healthier, whole version of yourself alone. When we think of a breakup, we feel like we're losing a piece of ourselves when in actuality, it is the opportunity to gain more of ourselves. Next question is, my ex keeps asking for a second chance and I really don't wanna look stupid again. How do I know if I should consider it? Second chances are sticky. I know people who have 
given second chances to relationships and they've grown from them. And I do know people who gave a second chance and it wasn't what they pictured or what they thought it would be and it just ended up hurting them a bit more in the process. So this is something that is different depending on each relationship. When someone asks for a second chance, they are changed, they are willing, remorseful, apologetic, whatever it is, or you know, maybe the relationship ended because of schedules and like long distance or whatever it is. If there are steps taken and action shown, I do think that the love can be rekindled or the relationship can work. Um, but like I said, it just depends on how the relationship ended, the person that you're with, and if you can see progress in the outcome, then I would say second chances are something to consider. If that's not the case and they just, you know, were out long, then it's like, oh, I really miss them. You know, missing you sometimes isn't enough for a second chance because naturally you are gonna miss somebody. I think the intentionality of them coming back is something to really evaluate. Next question is, how do you deal with a crazy toxic ex that will not leave you alone? If you haven't seen the breakup video part one that we did last week or the week before, we talk about the extent of cutting ties. When you have a crazy and toxic ex, you might have to go the extreme route when it comes to cutting ties and just all together, I think, take yourself out of the cycle because they will continue to go around and around and around and around until you are just driven crazy. And the more you open the door and the more you allow it, they're gonna keep doing it. So I think cutting ties is the number one thing. This could be especially hard with somebody who has children with their ex. So I would say if that's the case, then I would bring in a third party as far as like a mediator, which could be like a family member to kind of just handle communication between you two for the child. I've seen that with some of my friends and it's worked out well for them. I would just say it's really specific upon the situation, but cutting ties and cutting communication altogether in those kind of situations are gonna help you a lot. The last question we'll do today is, how do you deal with the pain of watching them move on before you? I think everyone expresses their hurt differently and some people react to a breakup differently and some people handle it differently. But if you are going the route of handling it and taking that time for yourself and the other person may not be and they kind of just seems like they're living their best life and they're moving on, I think to watch that, yes, can be painful, but it's in those moments you kind of just remind yourself like could very well be like the absence that they feel from you, they felt they need to fulfill with other people. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you are meaningless to somebody or that they didn't care or they are not feeling the effects of the breakup. I think sometimes people feel so lonely, they just cling to whatever it is, whether they're out partying, they're with somebody else, you know, you see them all over social media doing whatever it is that they do. A lot of people will fill that time differently but if you can just remind yourself that you're focusing on your time, it may look different from how they're handling the breakup and that's kind of how it goes. Somebody always handles it very different than the other. But if you can just stay focused on what it is that you want out of the breakup and growing from it and learning from it and being the best that you can in it, because feelings are gonna drive us crazy. You know, we feel so many things and the emotions of a breakup are unbearable at times. But I think it's just reminding yourself like, hey, 
I deserve to be happy and the only way I'm gonna get there is by focusing on myself. I deserve to be loved and the only way I'm gonna get there is by loving myself right now. I deserve to be full of joy but the only way I'm gonna get that is through pushing past the pain right now. Each breakup and each situation is so different and I just want to remind you guys that there is no one size fits all solution. I think breakups are beautiful in the sense of really kind of discovering yourself along the journey. Once people have moved on from a breakup, after like time and healing and all that stuff, they look back and they're like, what was I doing crying? But when you're in it, like the pain is so unbearable. Finding the beauty in a breakup comes not from saying, oh, you know, this is gonna be good for me at the end, because if you're in a breakup and you ever get that advice, that's the last thing that you wanna hear. But finding the beauty in the breakup is taking those really hard moments and dissecting them. And while you're dissecting them, you're learning so much about yourself, what you need, what you want, what you don't want, what you don't like, your standards, your boundaries, everything that you're looking for in a person, you find within yourself first. And I feel like breakups are the perfect time to do that. You can come out whole and healthy and just so much more sure of who you are what you believe in, what you desire, and the standards that you have. Some of my hardest moments were in a breakup, but some of my greatest values were discovered while I was in that breakup and while I was journeying through that process. And so, yeah, we're gonna keep talking about this because there's so many questions, so we definitely wanna touch on a lot of them. Stay tuned for next week as we jump back into some more of your questions and continue our journey on how to find the beauty in a breakup. So I will see y'all next week.